0: particularly important and relevant, I think, from a go-to-market perspective is we're not just putting the marketplace up there and saying, go get them, have fun marketplace. We're driving a lot of engagement from the seller incentives, also specific marketing programs to drive eyeballs across our customer base to the marketplace to leverage it.
1: Welcome to SaaS Connect, the SaaS Partnership Podcast, brought to you by the Cloud Software Association. Thank you, as always, to our podcast producers, content allies. They help B2B companies like you. Launch revenue generating podcasts. They'll schedule interviews, produce the podcast, and promote it. Check them out at contentallies.com.
0: My name is Rick Witham. I'm part of the uh, go-to-market team and Microsoft's One Commercial Partner team based here in the US and uh, it's great to be here. As I said, I work with a lot of SaaS partners fascinated by the challenges in this space and especially the conversation around business models and where to invest and so really interested in some of the dialogue we're going to have later today. But uh, it's great to be here and I want to cover really four things today and it's really about what sort of digital transformation is happening in the market, You're hearing a lot of that from a lot of different folks in the industry about what's happening in the market and the opportunity. I'll give you Microsoft's perspective on where we're investing, and then also talk about our opportunity together. It's a sizable one. I'll share some numbers from how we're looking at it, and a little bit of guidance from where we're investing and how partners can play. And then, how do we make it real from a go-to-market perspective, right? It's not just about us, but it's about our entire whole ecosystem and how we tackle that opportunity together. What does that look like when you get down to it? Instead of, you know, try to be really tactical about giving each and every one of you some ideas and opportunities of how you make it real for yourself and how you can get started today if you're not already started with us. And then again the tools and resources on and where to go next. Just a quick show of hands though. How many folks are already in the Microsoft ecosystem and developing on our platforms in partnership with us? Great to see. Let's let's see if we get a few more hands by the end of the day. All right. So first a little context. You hear Microsoft's vision of how this is a mobile first, cloud first world. And what we're seeing here is there's a rapid shift happening in that world along the lines of two main things. We're seeing it in the the intelligent cloud and the intelligent edge. And there are kind of three main areas where we're seeing these innovations happening from a technology standpoint, not necessarily from a business opportunity, but from a technology standpoint. And the first is this multi-device, multi-sense, right, that's happening on the intelligent edge. And so the devices that you folks have to, and we all have to develop for, run the gamut, right? one or two form factors. Now it's scores of form factors, right? Could be touched, might not be touched, could be at a desk. Most of the time, right, we're seeing mobile. Could be uh, voice activated, it could be a toaster, it could be these internet appliances that are now starting to propagate and come into the market. So multi-device, multi sense again, you've got to kind of invest in a wide variety of areas to address where your solution runs and what makes the most sense. The next is AI, right? If you think about all the data that each one of these devices is creating and all the new devices that are coming online, it's a massive amount of data. I mean, by some estimates, one autonomous car and they're coming, every Everybody hears about autonomous vehicles. They're generating a massive amount of data. By some estimates, it's four gigabits a second of data that's being generated by just one autonomous car. And so increasingly, because of all this data, you're going to see AI play an increasing role in how you actually glean and comb through all of that data to glean insights to help you with your decision-making of where to invest, how are consumers using these devices, what sort of you know forecasting for how they could be using them in the future. But AI is going to play a critical role in that. So that's the second area. And last is serverless because of all this data and because of the new the architecture of how things are built now, you're going to need more agile ways to build and deliver these solutions. Containers are playing a big role and you see some of the investments we're making there. And this new environment. So again, tremendous opportunity around these new innovations from a technology standpoint that are coming to the market and being leveraged. But that's not just talking about the opportunity. Let's talk about the opportunity around this intelligent cloud and intelligent edge. And it's sizeable. Sanir, you were talking about, I'd like to see a trillion dollar opportunity. We're there, man. $4.5 is the opportunity right now. And you've seen where Microsoft has invested and and tried to tackle and grow and engage around these different opportunities, right? Starting with the PC all the way up through the mobile cloud and now the intelligent cloud. It's a massive opportunity globally. I mean, the the estimate in the the US I think is around 1.7 trillion, but this is the global opportunity together. And partners like yourselves in the room, you play a key role in us. No one company can tackle this and solve for this on their own. We've got massive changes going on in the enterprise and across business and how businesses are, are trying to tackle this new transformation that's happening in the market. And that's where partners come in. Our sellers are out there talking with customers every day about what sort of solutions, what's challenging you, both from a technical standpoint and a business standpoint. Where are your challenges happening? And it's not just one area. It runs the gamut across that uh, the intelligent edge. And so partners like you play a critical role in d- delivering solutions to solve these mission-critical business problems. We've got a tremendous opportunity to, together to tackle this, this is a big number. So as we talk about that $4.5 trillion market, Microsoft looks at it this way, and this is where we're investing. And if you take a look at the right side of the slide, it's really the business outcomes of four main key areas that we're looking to transform business and help companies transform their business. The first area is empowering employees, right? How can you make employees more efficient and effective at what they do day in and day out, right? The second is really engaging customers, right? What are the new ways you can engage customers to glean insights and problem solve with them, build an ongoing relationship with them that's more meaningful and more insightful? The third is optimizing operations, right? There's a lot of folks who I work with in the SaaS space now that's really focused on this area. Folks like Icertis, and Aptus, GEP, all around that global e-procurement volume and making businesses more efficient. A lot of great uh, effective storytelling there. And then transforming products, and this is where a lot of data and AI and machine learning come in. But these are the four main areas where we're seeing transformation happening for companies, and we're tackling it by focusing on delivering solutions in four main solution areas, right? Modern workplace to tackle the, modern employee, right, and business applications that integrate with CRM and other business applications to drive more meaningful engagement with customers, right, the apps and infrastructure layer to optimize your operations, really the apps and infrastructure goes across all of four of these, these tenants, and data and AI, as we talked about, which is key to a lot of the next wave of application development and building meaningful services to solve these problems, all right, so we're looking for partners to engage with us around these four areas to solve these four main digital transformation stories that businesses are focused with. You with me? All right. A lot of nodding. That's good. So how do you partner with Microsoft? How do you get started? And it's the daunting task. Microsoft is a big company, and we've gone through our own digital transformation. Last July, we went through the largest probably reorganization of our field sales and marketing organization in 10 years. That's you know, 120,000 employees in the company. We've got 45,000 sellers globally. There's a field and marketing to support. You're probably talking about almost half the company went through this reorganization. And the main reason we did it was to make it more effective for our sellers to sell to our customers and engage with our customers, but also how we organize our partnering with folks like you. And different folks all across, you know, if you think about Microsoft's partnering organization, it was pretty vast and there were different groups talking with partners like VARs and SIs and ISVs, sprinkled all the through the company. It was really hard. We could literally meeting to death a company. And we brought that, all into one group called One Commercial Partner. And really it's focused on increasing profitable growth for our partners. So one is create more opportunity, right, through technical readiness and practice building. How do you build your practice and how do you build your applications together with us? How do you go to market together and create demand generation to drive that business and start driving a return on your investment? And how do you become more effective at co-selling and drive your partner attachment right? so that's one is how do we drive more business and be more effective at building with you and building your practice together and the next is how do we make it easier for you to interface with us right whether it's one-to-one or through our partner channel or through a network of our our different partners Right, We've got to make it easier for folks to navigate all the different opportunities available so let's talk a little bit about what go to market engagement looks like and it's really a simplified approach try to make a simplified approach for folks to come to Microsoft and really engage on this opportunity and again it's Four main areas, driving the offer enablement, so giving you the resources and support you need to say, okay, what business model should I be in? How is that evolving over time? You know, What sort of offers do I need to have in the marketplace to compete, given the new business models that are being generated to tackle that business opportunity? The next is building customer awareness. What are the programs and the things you need to do to drive awareness depending on the target audience you're going after and what segment of the market. How many folks are going after SMB? Okay, about half the room. And how about enterprise? Big corporate Fortune 500 customers. Okay, it's like a third. I don't know where the other third is. Maybe they're out getting coffee. We'll get there. It's really about you know building customer awareness. These awareness programs will differ vastly depending if you're targeting enterprise or targeting SMB. And we want to make some investments for you there to talk a little bit about. How you strike that right balance, depending on where. And also, the challenge is when you're evolving from SMC and SMB into the enterprise. How do you make that shift while retaining your base of customers while you want to grow to those bigger opportunities? Got some great research around that. The next is generating leads. Where do I invest to have the biggest impact on generating opportunities for my product and service? And then also accelerate and close the pipeline. It's all academic until you close a deal. And so a lot of focus on joint execution and resources you can tap into, whether it's attending events that we've got our customers showing up at or different campaigns that are all about helping you win deals as part of that engagement. And this is across not only the Microsoft field but also our large partner ecosystem. How do you tap into that? So that's how we think about go to market, right? Really again, starting with that offer, going all the way through execution to close deal. And we'll talk a little bit about what this journey looks like, right? And everybody, this is relevant, you know, probably for everybody this is probably a fairly complicated view on it but everybody's got the same fundamentals. You start with your app, solution, and market, up at the top left. You focus on the value proposition, make sure you've got a good bill of materials that you're targeting uh, for your customer. What's that joint value proposition? And what we ask is, let's make sure that we get that story into our OCP catalog, and it's a catalog of solutions that our field sellers and our field marketers tap into every single day to identify what solutions might be relevant to their customers. Because remember, we've got 45,000 sellers every day knocking on customer sites, talking with business decision In the C-suite, talking with the technical decision makers and listening. What are some of the challenges you're solving for today? What about the ones? Are you thinking about the ones that are three and five years out? How are you going to tackle those? How can we help? We're always looking for new solutions depending on the challenges that customers are providing. We've got to make sure that we provide them with a great pipeline of solutions to tackle what's next. Next, it's about our co selling uh, enablement and collaboration, right? How do we make sure that folks in our field and part of our ecosystem are aware of the great solutions that you provide, right? So we've got a whole series of things, a P-seller program, making sure that you've got a good GTM plan template, leveraging all the things that are available to make sure that you're not missing one particular component, that you've got a complete plan. And we also hold co-sell days where we do this consistently, I think, Rajesh, how many co-sell days do you think we've had? Over 100 where we've brought at our MTCs, our Microsoft technology centers, or at different offices, or a space like this, where we'll bring our customers in the same room with our ISVs, or our SI partners, our channel ecosystem, and have that conversation. We'll do fast pitches, or we'll do networking like this. So we are educating our customers about the different solutions that could help solve their problems. And we curate these. Sometimes we'll do themes around a particular day. It could be security one afternoon. Uh, it could be, again, operations improved targeted for VPs and CIOs and procurement. It really depends on what we're seeing in the marketplace. And it could vary by geo, right? You could have in the oil and gas area, you could have something around targeting oil and gas operations in the south central area, Texas, Oklahoma. But it might be Finster up in the Northeast. And it might be tech or healthcare in the Southwest. So really powerful tool. And then talk about business awareness, right? We've got social programs. Programs and social promotions that we leverage to, again, to drive awareness for these offers. So if we're gonna run an event up here, we're gonna make sure that people know about it, right? So we'll do press release support, right? We'll do social promotion. And then we do some demand gen, right? How are we turning these opportunities into leads? that are gonna help drive your business and result in revenue for you, right? we'll help you manage your pipeline, and in some cases, we'll fund POCs for the customer to bring your solution up in their environment, right? So putting hard dollars and resources to bring your solution up and running in in a customer environment to make sure that it's ready and scalable for deployment, and then we close the deal. So again, it's all academic till we close, but again, this is a, a proven methodology we've seen at work, and I'll share some numbers with you of how we've seen the effectiveness rolling out over the last almost 12 months. Again, this is a relatively new approach for Microsoft given the reorganization we just went through, but this is a really effective journey for most partners. So, just went back a minute about co-sell, because that's ultimately it's in the lower right-hand corner of what we're talking about is, what is it like to co-sell with Microsoft? Anyone interested in co-selling with the Microsoft feels right? Anyone, to see three hands. There's gotta be more than three hands, please. We've got a re- really good process we've seen some great results with, and it's really about account-based planning and marketing with our customers. Whether it's an enterprise customer or an SMB customer, for a corporate customer, Uh, we really try to do this type of methodology. This is most relevant for our enterprise customers, our largest customers in the enterprise. But the principles are the same across the customer size. But it's really around qualifying and sharing the opportunities together because, again, we've got a great listening environment of understanding what our customers are going through. We've got a nice closed loop with them. And it's about inserting these different opportunities for these solutions like yours in the market. We do account and territory planning. We do POCs and workshops together. Make sure that we've got a strong complementary skill set in the sales cycle. Make sure that we're collaborating on that sale, it's not you know, us going in separately, we're trying to go in as, together as much as possible to truly co-sell with our partners, and then registering that deal, right? And part of this registration is really critical because what it does is, once we start sharing those leads, we have a way of tracking it within our system so that we drive accountability amongst our sales and marketing, right? So if you share a lead with us, our seller is then responsible on the hook for either closing that deal with you or, or tracking until it closes or tracking it until it's lost. And it's this closed loop cycle that constantly to be driving. Because most of these enterprises we'll have 20, 30 co-sell opportunities for partners. It's about tracking and keeping that pipeline full with folks. Just some tips of what we've learned over the last nine months uh, of co-selling with partners. Make sure you have relevant case studies, especially if you're targeting different industries. Make sure you've got a relevant case study that's easily communicable and easily understandable, right? And test it, my recommendation would be to don't just test it amongst your sales and marketing, but test it in this room with some of your peers to make sure it's relevant. Some folks who don't have all the visibility of your business and your business model, Clear on your target audience and messaging, this is critical. And we see a lot of mistakes made early on in the process where folks make some assumptions and it's not clear. I think our guidance would be to simplify the business proposition as much as possible. Make it very, very clear, especially if you're partnering with another large sales organization like Microsoft or someone in our partner ecosystem, is really simplify the message simplify what you're asking that partner to do and how it's relevant for them uh, make sure you've got an ecosystem of partnerships to deliver the solution especially this is especially relevant as you grow make sure if it's not just you and you're relying on ecosystem partners make sure you understand who in the ecosystem you need and be really vigilant about the rationale for how you choose your partners right make sure you've got partnership ready materials it's not just your own materials if you're going direct to a partner make sure you've got a separate set of partnership ready materials right what is that joint value proposition it will change once you start selling with a partner. and Make sure you've got goal alignment with sellers. For example, one of the first things I ask a partner when they want to co-sell with us is, okay, what's your joint value proposition? But also, have you thought about what's the incentive for a partner seller to come in and sell your solution? So. The types of things we ask about. What's your average deal size? How long does it take on average for your deals to close? And then if you land a deal with an average deal size in a customer like, say, Visa or Ford or a smaller company, what does it drive? Right? Have you integrated on Azure? How much Azure does it drive? Do you have any visibility into that? Or if you're integrating with CRM, does it drive incremental CRM seats or usage? These are the types of things that you have to make sure that your partner sellers are aware of so they understand how you're incented and you understand how we're incented so that we have a meaningful relationship, right, and we can drive business together. Having that honest conversation and full transparency is incredibly important. These are just a few of the customer deals we've won with ISVs just in the last few months. Some pretty significant names up here. This is not obviously a comprehensive list, but I use this to just articulate the opportunity that we are actively selling ISV SaaS solutions across our customers base and across markets. So a few numbers to share with you. Again these are folks who are who are in the the co-sell program with us. I think the three things that stand out are the contract value 1.1 billion. and This is not being executed on Microsoft paper. This is 1.1 billion in contract value executed on our partners right on our partners paper deal value. So just in our first fiscal year that we've really been doing this in a meaningful scale way. 74% of Microsoft sellers are sharing opportunities. Now that doesn't mean that the opportunity is coming in from a partner like yourselves and our Microsoft rep is then taking it and driving it. That's 74% of the Microsoft field, having that conversation with a customer and saying, oh, I think I got an opportunity for one of our partners and putting that lead into the lead sharing tool and tossing that over the fence to one of our partners. So that's leads being generated by Microsoft. Not bad considering, if you think about this, we'd love to see this at 100%, and I think we'll get there, but it's not bad considering the tremendous reorganization we just went through that we really finished in October. So the fact that we're 74% is great, given the size of our sales order. And the last is customer Azure consumptions, which is, Azure is central to the growth of our business and central to the growth of Microsoft. We're seeing Azure consumption is four times greater with a partner attached. And again, it goes back to the opportunity slide we were talking about, where we've got this tremendous opportunity, but we can't do it ourselves. We, we need... Partners to do it to solve all these different critical business problems, right? And when we see a solution go in, whether it's a contract lifecycle management solution or a CPQ solution or a, an HR solution that plugs into CRM, we're seeing great consumption because you're solving that problem, right? And they're saying, "Wow, I want more of that. This is great. What else can I solve? What other solutions can I roll out?" But not everybody's ready to co-sell with us right off the bat. So I want to talk a little bit about how do you get started. And really, the first place to start is the Microsoft Partner Network. It's an additional resource for folks who are just starting out in our ecosystem. We're trying to mature their business and grappling with, you know, kind of how do I grow next, or how do I modernize my marketing and operations? How do I deliver a customer lifetime value? How do I think about a new business model? But this is a great starting point. I think it's a great extension of some of the resources available through CSA you can also find here. You've got great experts, a vibrant community of like-minded individuals who are, again, tackling or growing their business in meaningful ways. Great first place to start. And as part of Microsoft Partner Network, I want to talk a little bit about marketplaces because that's part of one of the resources you can use to tap into and scale is our ISV marketplace. And the, I'm sure you've seen other statistics how marketplaces are becoming increasingly important for us. Obviously it has their take. But it really becomes the launch pad for how to start. What we're seeing, I think one of the interesting things we're seeing is you're starting to see enterprise customers use marketplaces like SMB customers have been using marketplaces, right? Where they're going in, they're doing trials. Oftentimes we will see a particular team, say in MetLife, go in and say, I need to modernize this application. I'm gonna try a container service with Docker and see if I can modernize this legacy application that we got through a, an acquisition 10 years ago and get it into the cloud or at least part of it in the cloud. Right, so we're seeing a lot of that usage happen where you're having big enterprises take little bites and try different solutions early on before they make a bigger investment and roll that out corporate wide incredible shift that's happening in the market. You'll see more, we've got a lot of more investments happening in our marketplace. We've got a Microsoft Build coming up later this month. We'll announce some of those investments that we're making to make marketplace more relevant, more vibrant, but already we've got 120,000 enterprise customers using our marketplace, and it's available in 150 countries. As I said, it's really a launch pad, some of the investments we're making. We've got new consulting offers, a new SaaS subscription model, which I thought was particularly relevant for the folks in this room. Uh, we've got some, seen the advent of some private marketplaces targeted at certain industries, and also one for container services, which used to be difficult, wasn't really a marketplace play, and now it really has become a viable solution for marketplaces, which is incredibly important, is a lot of large corporate customers modernize their business. So, what sort of results are we seeing so far? And what are the validation points for marketplaces? We're seeing 300,000 leads in our marketplace go to partners monthly, which is a nice round number. What's great is we're seeing a 40% conversion rate from trial to conversion, to sale. So 40% of the time someone brings something up, it's resulting in a sale, which is a great number. Obviously we wanna push that number higher, it's going in the right direction, but that's a nice conversion rate. And further, we're starting to incent our sales sellers, our Microsoft field, to sell marketplace offers, not just restricted on the one-to-one. This is especially relevant in the SMB and SMC space. Right, We're incenting our sellers and we're telling our sellers to drive folks to the marketplace, because it's a really easy way to transact. We've seen it through these conversion rates and the amount of traffic we're generating here. So again, I think the point here is this becomes a great launch pad for you. If you're not already in the marketplaces, please do check it out and give us your feedback. Are the revenue models relevant for you? Is it easy for you to folks to publish? Right? What sort of returns are you seeing What are your pain points? Those are the types of we want that active feedback loop from you folks, because you're critical to our business in tackling this opportunity together. What's particularly important and relevant, I think, from a go-to-market perspective is we're not just putting the marketplace up there and saying, go get them, have fun marketplace. We're driving a lot of engagement from the seller incentives to also specific marketing programs to drive eyeballs across our customer base to the marketplace to leverage it. Last slide, if you're targeting SMB, and I saw your hands go up a little bit earlier, this is a great place to start as well for SMB. We've got a little short web link down here you can hone in on. Again, these slides will be available to folks, but this is a great place to start. It's a great you know, uh, single point to engage with Microsoft around SMB and how to get started. So that's it, I hope that was helpful. I know it's just the start of a conversation we're gonna have over the next couple of days. I'll just leave you, I think, with three things. Again, the market opportunity is significant, again, we can't do it alone, There's place in space for everybody to participate in this $4.5 trillion opportunity. Come by our lounge and check out, you know, come talk to us. Rajesh and David are here. I think we've got some other folks from Microsoft who will be out there in the lounge. Come have a coffee with us or sit on the white couches and let's have a chat. Come and tell us about your solution. Where are your pain points? How can we get started and work together? Second is, check out MPN, right, and the SMB link as well. That's a great place to start. And we've also got Microsoft Inspire coming up which brings together all of our partners globally. It's in Las Vegas this year in July I can't think of a better place to go in July than (laughs) Vegas. It's fantastic. So come make some connections, come build your business, and come sweat with us a little bit. It'll be fun. Thank you.
1: Actually, I have a question. Please. Okay. So I know my crowd. I know my audience. I know Microsoft. Yes. Sometimes talking to you is like, oh, I was playing with rockets in my house, and then I talked to NASA about rocket building. You guys have half a trillion dollar channel, and it shows that you have very developed ideas. For those of us in the room, I'm sure many of us here are going, that was a lot of acronyms. I have no yeah. idea what the heck you're talking about. Yeah. How does someone uh, get from zero to somewhere and learn? Like, Where can they go? Obviously talk to you here, but also beyond, where can they go to like get a Sherpa to get themselves understanding the Microsoft mountain?
0: Yes. MPN's a great place to start. And what is MPN? Microsoft Partner Network. It's on one of the slides. But that's a great place to start, right? And it allows you to not only connect and provide a whole bunch of resources there, but there's a community, right? And what you said earlier in your keynote, which really resonates is it's a community of people who are committed to and have great knowledge in the ecosystem. We've got folks who have been there in the ecosystem for 30 years and they've evolved and started new businesses, got bought like Matt and continue to reinvest and and engage. I think that's a great place to start.
1: Does anyone have a question? Otherwise I have
0: more. Anything else? I know we buried you with a lot of data but wanted to try to make it as relevant as possible given the diversity of the audience.
1: As you build the platform at Microsoft, it's obviously very mature. What parts of that platform have you automated in terms of the interaction with your partners versus which ones do you still have a human touch? And how have you made those decisions?
0: Mm, that's a great question. In terms of the automation, what we try to do is, especially when you're onboarding your solution, you're coming in new, we're trying to provide you know, some an easy way to get started. It's so almost like a map of where to go. So do this, and do this, and do this, and do this. We're also leveraging AI. So if you have a question about that, there are starting with some basic chat bots and bot services where you can type in a question and get some information and links back. So that's some of the things that we've tried to do with automating. A lot of the high-end co-sell stuff is still hand-to-hand, right? Customer-to-customer or a few customers to a couple of Microsoft sellers or through a partner network. And it's the last mile that, especially with the big enterprise customers, that is not automated. We're trying to help there, though, with marketplaces, right? You're starting to see that. It's not quite automated, but it's the step towards that direct direction. And you're going to start to see over the next couple of years with the advent of AI and AI becoming intrinsic to a lot of the core services, you're going to start to see some of that automated where, based on your interactions, you'll actually get recommendations of, hey, if you check this out. We're already seeing, hey, with some of our big customers, our sellers are getting prompts from based on some of the data that we're combing through to say, hey, you, these folks look like it's great opportunity for a container engagement, right? They've got legacy applications they need to modernize. So it really depends. It's all the way across the spectrum, right? How about you? How are you leveraging AI or automating?
1: As part of Intuit, huge focus on AI and ML to surface the right product for the right customer at the right time. So massive focus there. One more question. A lot of it sounds like we're business people. We have to go back to our companies who want to do a deal with Microsoft. A lot of it has to do with driving Azure. A lot of us are not on Azure. What can you do as business people, RMS, to help us get onto your marketplace? And we have to go back to engineering and figure that out.
0: Well, I don't think it's restricted to Azure. I mean, Azure is central to us. But look, we've got lots of other products. I mean, SQL and Office 365 and Dynamics and CRM, some of the things we're doing with Teams and Skype for Business. It's not just restricted to Azure. Obviously, Azure is central to our growth. You can see from our latest earnings, it's, we're doing a pretty good job of growing, but it's not the only game in town. It's an important game, but it's not the only game in town. So if you're integrating with CRM, and I know I've already spoken with a number of folks who are integrating with CRM, please continue to do that and look for new ways to drive. But yes, you know, we'd love to talk with you about the Azure opportunity. We've got a very competitive offering, and we're seeing some great success. So come, talk to us, have a chat. David and Rajesh, raise your hands. Where are the other Microsoft folks in the room? Yes, we got some more in the back. So come and chat with us.
1: All right, thank you so much. for. Thank you so much. Thank you. Like this, I want more great insights on software partnerships. You've got to rate, like, and subscribe and join us at the cloudsoftwareassociation.com. Thank you as always to our podcast producers, Content Allies. They help B2B companies like you launch revenue-generating podcasts. They'll schedule interviews, produce a podcast, and promote it. Check them out at contentallies.com. We'll see you on the next episode.